Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Essential Blue Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. So today I'm joined by Lydia and I'm joined by Olivia. We're going to review the Leicester City game. And yeah, we're going to, pre- we're going to preview to the Watford game coming up at the bridge to call it curtains for the season. So how are you guys doing? How are you doing, Ollie? Yeah, good, thank you. I'm uh, I'm enjoying life. Happy it's the weekend on this lovely Friday evening here in the UK. And uh, I'm uh, I'm very pleased to be here. I'm back. Yeah, it's a long time, actually. I, I think last time we had it was episode eight, so it's been such a long time. Yeah. So, Lydia, how are you, though? It's been a while as well. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's, it's good to have you guys. So where do we start from? What was your reaction to the lineup yesterday? It was what I expected, personally. Um, you know, Tuchel's going for third. Um, you got to pick your best squad because uh, there's still there was still uh, prizes to be won in terms of uh, money for uh, where you set, where you place in the league and stuff. So yeah, yeah. The Lydia, how about you? What was your reaction to the lineup? Yeah, um, it was expected, though. But some people were like, "You should assign some new players," but I was. I I really wasn't buying that because we still had to secure third. Mm-hmm. We still had to secure third. So for me, the lineup was good, even though they didn't get the job done. The lineup was so it was okay. Technically, yeah. they they technically got it done per se. But yeah, Oli, what do you? Yeah, like I, I got a few things to say about this. Everyone's complaining, right? Everyone's complaining on Twitter, right? We didn't play that great. Okay, that, that you know, if you want, if you want a one, one word, a one sentence, short sentence review of the game, we didn't play great, but everyone's complaining. We are, uh, you know, like we still secured third um, with a point. That's all we needed because um, on exactly. goal difference, we've got like 25, 24 goals up on Spurs. You know, I know it's only Norwich they're playing at the weekend, but they're not going to win twenty five nil. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't worry. You never and, know. You and never we'll know. play Watford as well. You know, it'd be it'd be so yeah. Spurs to bottle that game as well. Imagine they they lose three nil, but then Arsenal lose three two to Everton. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it just shows the level at, at which not London is at compared to West London. But yeah, but I mean, Oli, in regards to what Lydia said, Lydia talked about the youth. What's your what what was your opinion on the youth or lack of youth in the Starting lineup yesterday. Yeah, I I I expected to to not see any youth. You know, Tuchel's a, a, a very uh, pragmatic manager. Um, uh, so you know, a very pragmatic coach. So you'd expect him to um to not exactly play the youth if there's still things to play for. Um, you know, he doesn't tend to take risks um a lot in terms of his starting lineups. Uh, you know, like he has a sort of core set player um set amount of players he trusts. Um, mm-hmm. and then everyone else kind of dips in and out. So I didn't expect to see the youth yesterday and um, I wasn't disappointed because I didn't expect to see them. But I do expect to see them against Watford because now the season is well (laughs) and truly over, well and truly dead. Uh, And so, you know, if if, if there was ever a game to play uh, the youth, it's got to be against relegated Watford when the season is over, you know? (laughs) Agreed, agreed. Is there any particular youth you're looking forward to see? Um, Lydia, is there anybody in particular you're looking forward to see? For me, um, I really, I really love um, Harvey Vale. Yeah, I really love him and um, Lewis Hall. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, Charlie like Webster Hall. also. 
Yeah, Charlie Web- Yeah, Charlie Webster is really good as well. I, I watched yeah. him play once. Yeah, but Oli, how about you? Yeah, I really like. Uh, I think the two that I would want to see is um, I'm not that bothered. A lot of people really like Harvey Vale. Um, like maybe it's because they've watched him at youth level. Um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm not massively bothered. He looked pretty good when he played in some of the cup games and stuff. But I'd rather see uh, Jude Sunsup Bell. I'd quite like to see him play. Who's that? Uh, he's a, he's a uh, um, yeah, he's a striker. Uh, you know, decent player, done all right for the youth team. Um, yeah, I'd, I I think uh, it would be good to see him play. Um, he 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 was on the bench against Chesterfield, I think, in the F, in the FA Cup. Was it the League Cup? Oh, all right, one of the cups. He was yeah, on the bench. Yeah, it should be it should be it should be the FA Cup or perhaps the Brentford game, the Carabao Cup. You know, perhaps one of them. Yeah, perhaps one of them. It'd be nice to make more youth players. You know, but yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Ah, man, the lineup against Watford is going to be crazy. But yeah, let's just focus on the Leicester game. Ah, my bad, my bad. Um. Yeah, so what was the who was the man of the match for you and what moments stood out for you? Okay, for me the man of the match was obviously Rich James. It was terrific. Like it was really good. And um the moment of the match for me was that Polistich miss. Gosh. That was the moment of the match. It really stood that was what stood out for me. I think I was still watching then. It it was supposed to bury that ball. Polisic being Polisic, he, <laughs> he did what he does best. Um, yeah. And another, I think I have two moments of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, Tuko's banner, I really love that. His reaction, mm. I, <laughs> it, was, it was nice. And um, mm-hmm. yes, that Polisic miss, those two for me. Oli, how about you? Who was man of the match and moment of the match? Uh, just to be a bit different, I'm going to say um, Marcus Alonso was man of the match. Um, you know, got 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 the crucial goal. You know, was uh, was was uh, was poor. It was at fault uh, defensively for the for the other one, but did redeem himself. Um, you know, Reese James played really well, but we're beginning to expect that from him now. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he's also he's probably the shoe in, but I'm just saying Marcus Alonso to be different. And yeah, I'd probably say the moment of the match would be Tuchel's banner as well. Uh, I really liked the to see that um, with the the fans really coming together for him in what's been quite a turbulent time for for all Chelsea fans. Yeah, it's such a nice it's such a nice gesture to be honest. You know, it, it, I mean, it just shows how much we all love Tuchel. You know, yeah, I want to address what you said about Alonso being up for the first goal. I agree. Yeah, I guess you can say that, but. I have a bit of criticism for Mendy. I feel Mendy should be doing much better in that situation. Considering that's the first shot he yes, faced in the game. Yes. And the only and, shot, per se. Yeah, well, yeah, Karen. And one thing I expect on Sunday, I want to see Kepa start. He, he deserves it, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want agree, to. Yeah. I want to. He should. He should start at least the last game of the season. Mendy's really a, a confidence player, isn't he? He played, mm. you know, like if he if he's doing well, and if the uh, you like there was that a few game streak nearer the start of the season where he was absolutely unplayable. He was he was a he was on form. He was the best goalie in the world uh, at at some point between like the the Champions League last year. I don't know, and like the first half of this season, really good. And he's sort of fallen off a little bit. Um, and I reckon that's uh, that might that might be a confidence thing, you know, he, a little shakier in front of defence, and so like he's you know he's not quite yeah. You know, the problem is as well is it's so hard to analyse a goalkeeper's performance because it so much reflects the uh, the defence's performance. If a defence doesn't let good chances in, you know, it doesn't matter if 
you know, it it's a lot harder for the goalie to be able to save as many goals. And uh, I think uh, Mendy was at that really good point. And I think the Brentford game at the start of the season was sort of like the peak for him in terms of performance where he was he was carrying it by himself. And uh, yeah, I think since then, maybe maybe he's gone downhill a bit in the confidence department. Right. But, you know, it, I th- I reckon it's been the same for a lot of players. It's been a really long season. I think um, they probably all need a bit of a week off or two weeks or if you can take six months. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I guess they can't wait to end the season like we, the fans, as well. So that makes a fair plea. I just feel perhaps he sort of, he dropped off before the Madrid game, but the Madrid game just heightened, sort of amplified the whole situation. But yeah, you do make a fair point. You do make a fair point. Um, let me just say my moment of the match and man of the match. So for me, I would say... It's actually difficult per se. Because <laughs> nobody really stu- oh, obviously Riz James, Riz James doing what Riz James does best. So perhaps I'll give it to Riz James. But um ZH had a good game as well. Like, you know, he um you could see what you could see he was trying, I guess. Like he 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 looked the most um he he seemed the most enthusiastic, you know. And it it seemed like everything was working out for him per se. Not everything, but he, he was getting himself in the right places and I like that. It was yeah, I like, that, much. I like, I like that. that from him when he's like a, when yeah. he's actually like get putting the balls on the box. You, it, it exactly, you know, like if he's yeah, if he's not on it, he's a real passenger. But when he's on it, he can be one of the most dangerous players on the pitch. Exactly. Yeah. Um. To be fair, so I had to watch the Chelsea game again, and I didn't realize that the Marcus Alonso finish was really good. It was actually really good, but obviously. I love Marcos Alonso so much, so I'm not going to go too much into it. I'll say moment of the match really was Pulisic's miss. So, I I don't know if you guys don't know, but I criticize Pulisic a lot, you know. But when He's he missed American it, I He's an American who felt... can't shoot. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but, like, when he missed it, yeah, I felt bad for him because like, his reaction just made me feel bad. And when he came off the pitch as well, I could sympathize sympathize with what he was going through so yeah he looked really frustrated huh exactly yeah he he looked like he yeah he he looked really frustrated with himself you know but yeah i'm gonna call him some slack but definitely that was the moment of the match for me um oh actually there's another moment lukaku i love to i I just love to criticize lukaku i'm not gonna lie i I don't miss (laughs) a chance to (laughs) i don't miss a chance to criticize lukaku there was this moment where he gave the ball i think i don't know if first half or second half perhaps the first half he tried to pass to alonso and then he gave a bad pass and then he, he pointed up. He pointed to Alonso like, oh, why don't you go get it? And it was such a bad pass. I don't know if anyone saw that, but yeah. that's <laughs> he, he does that all the time. He points at people. It's so annoying. Like, it was, it's so it annoying. Like, it's oh. so annoying. But yeah, our moment of the match definitely pull a six miss. Definitely. But Lydia, what do you think about Tuku so far this season? I'll say this season, um, he's been, um, it's been good. Even though, like, we expected more at the beginning of the season. We expected much more than this. But I'll say um, he managed the situation well. Like, we've had a lot of crisis this season. Injuries, mm. COVID, sanctions, everything. I won't really... I'll, I'll cut him some slack, though. But I expected much more this season. But I'll Fair say... Enough. and. Considering the fact that we, we played a lot of games, injuries, he's managed the situation well. And the players the players at his disposal, like mostly the attackers 
I'll always say the likes of Pulisic, Werner, like they they've not lived up to expectation. If they had like if they had performed better, if they had done better, like will be will be maybe the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup now. Mm. But mm. this season for me, I'm happy it's ending. <laughs> I'm happy it's ending. Like yeah, we yeah. have just one game. I have just me one too. game. So um this season I'll rate this season a six. Yeah. Tukul has done well. Yeah, yeah. He has done well and probably by summer if he gets his players and everything and he sells the players he doesn't want. And mm-hmm. maybe next season we should be gunning for the league. But for now, it's uh-huh. it's a good thing we're even third. It's a good thing because we've been we've been poor. We've been so <laughs> poor this season. We've won how many games at home? We've not won up eight. to ten games at home. Eight, eight imagine. One of the worst. Are you sure it's not eight in um twenty twenty two? Nonetheless, that's shocking. No, I think it's the whole season, you know. That's shocking. Yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if it was the whole season. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Actually, no, I mean, because I, I saw that start somewhere flying around on Twitter, so I benefited of that. Benefited of that. But yeah, Lydia, you make a very fair point. Actually, you make a very fair point. If I was gonna rate yeah, the I'm season, yeah, drop your point. Games we're supposed to win, everything. Ah, gosh, we've dropped so many points to look like bottom table team. Agreed. AKA Odoi, Barkley, Rudiger, Jorginho. But yeah, I'm referring to specific games. So Odoi was Brentford, Barkley was Burnley. So did I say Brentford? I meant Brighton. Sorry, Odoi was Brighton, Barkley was Burnley, Rudiger was the Man U game at the bridge, and Jorginho. I can't remember what he did, but I know he did something crazy. But yeah, if the we won those games... The other man <laughs> Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. If we won those games, that's like nine points more. And I'm sure there are a few more games here and there. Nine. I think 20 points. I saw his stats. He said um, points dropped when we were winning. 20. That's shocking. Yeah, we we got to get that, that killer instinct, I think, back. You know, uh, like, I think we did really well to carry ourselves through the Champions League on our defence, more or less. And mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. you know, once the defence started to falter and your attack's not firing, what have you got? You know, so it's a difficult thing. Uh, I think, you know, some players will definitely be leaving in the summer. Some will definitely be arriving. Uh, hopefully, um, they're, they're people that, they're, they're players that Tuchel wants. Um, and I think he, he's got the real ability to push this squad further. I think, as well... I, He's, uh, you know, like this squad was, I don't know, it felt like this squad was dead on its feet by March, you know, uh, and we've been essentially like limping our way to, to third since then. Uh, uh, you know, you could even say after the, um, or like since, you know, or since the, the whole takeover saga, you know, like we've been sort of, we, we did well. And then that international break that came and went, we've been really struggling since then. So you know, like I think every we had a really good start to the season, and it and it really went downhill. Um, you know, due to lots of things that you nobody ever could have foreseen. So I'm I'm willing to to give some of the players and definitely the manager more slack, and actually give Tuchel a lot of praise this season because he's done a he's done a tremendous job. He, yeah. He's he's had to deal with things that absolutely no manager would ever have had to have dealt with, ever. External variables. And, and and yeah, external stuff, and he still came third. You know, like, it's, is it where Chelsea want to be? No. But can you see the, the context of the situation and you can see why Chelsea are where they are at the moment? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. It leads me to ask this question then. How do you see us moving next season? 
Oli. It's a good question. It depends a lot. What's your or what's your objective for next season? Because oh, what's the, what's Lydia, the Lydia actually, yeah, yeah, your own personal objective, in your opinion. Because Lydia, Lydia hinted a bit actually, but yeah, what's your what's your own? I think second place minimum in the league, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and um, at least at least one sort of like major trophy in the season, uh, like FA Cup, Carabao Cup. Um, you you want to go through another? You want to go through another FA Cup run? Not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I'd, I'd want, I'd want a, a minimum second in the FA Cup, but like you know, that would be absolute minimum, really, because you know, like I, I, it feels like you know, like you're not being ambitious enough if you just say I oh, want trophy or I want second, because because everyone wants to win the league, right? But you know, I, if I think about what's being realistic for the squad, we're going to have a lot of changes coming in. You know, the reason I say I want second is because I just don't think first is attainable, especially with the amount of outgoings and incomings we're going we're going to have. It's going to take a lot of the players, a lot of new time, not a lot of new players, a lot of time to gel and to actually mm-hmm. get used to playing with each other and things like that. You know, yeah. a few years down the line, we can start talking about, you know, maybe even season after next season, we can start talking about a title charge. You know, the next season you know it'd be it'd be a very very good thing to it'd be a good it'd be good to go for the title and you know like we're i think we're a bit closer than people think we are you know we mm-hmm. we almost got two trophies two extra trophies and we uh this season and we and we lost to liverpool on penalties both times we took them the whole way and you know penalties are penalties that's just how it goes sometimes so we were very close on them um and you know you got to remember up until about january we were we were first in the league you know, like we we were absolutely flying until Chilwell got injured, really. And yeah. you know, it depending on the players that come in. You know, you I don't think we'll be as far off as everyone thinks. I agree, I agree. So before I come to Lydia, I just want to address what you said. So for me, uh, you mentioned a lot of things. Actually, you mentioned ambition, lack of ambition. You mentioned a lot of things, yeah. But I want to ask: Are you one of those um, close the gap? To be honest, he said finish second, so maybe he alluded to it a bit. But are you one of those close the gap before win the league type people? I mean, like, there's definitely the concept of like progress in sport, isn't there? About you know, like dynasties and rising and falling, things getting better, things getting worse. I feel like the gap might. I don't know. You know, nothing's impossible, but I personally feel like the gap would be quite difficult to to completely uh, bridge in one season, especially mm-hmm. with only one summer's investment. And when you've got the likes of Liverpool and City who are both really strengthening as well already, you know, it, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. So, I, you know, I, 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 in an ideal world, Chelsea, Chelsea would win every season, but you know, the, the league would be a farmer's league and Chelsea would win every season and it wouldn't matter. But, um, tell us Man City. Yeah. I love that. But, um, it's, yeah, I think for me, it's 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 got to be a bridge the gap sort of season. Like, I, um, I really want to be, I want to be pushing for the league the whole season, whether we win it or not. You know, I think that would be that would be another thing. But yeah, I want to be there or thereabouts. Well, yeah, fair enough. You know, we all have our opinions on stuff. But for me, Lydia knows. Lydia knows. I've been shouting about it on Twitter. <laughs> for me, I want to win the league next season. I know it sounds crazy, but Chelsea's not really like a bridge the bridge the gap type. Club. That that's something I've always liked about you, Tommy. Is your ambition? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, bro. No, like people are calling me crazy online. Like you have people saying because I remember at the start of the season, everybody was like, "Okay, not everybody, but at least George Benson and so many of the fan um Chelsea fans on were like, oh, 'Oh, we're gonna win the league. Sorry, we're gonna win the Champions League back to back.' Everybody said that. So for me to say we're gonna win the league, that shouldn't be considered crazy because, like, is it, in my opinion, I think it's much difficult to win the Champions League. 
again yeah. especially when it's back to back because i'm by saying that you're going to jinx it anyway but yeah <laughs> but in, in 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 all reality i feel like we can actually because here's the thing um i hear what you're saying about okay buy new players and wait for them to embed to get um to get to, to develop a bit of chemistry and all that Tuchel is an ambitious manager yeah he has no way he's gonna settle for second he wants to win he ideally Tuchel would love to win everything but he knows he can't do that but he knows he can make this um, he he knows he can make Chelsea challenge on all fronts. I think we're gonna challenge for maybe four trophies next season. So yeah, he's gonna make sure that we're well equipped to do that because this season we did challenge on all fronts. The only problem is we didn't have the body, the manpower to go through. This is the same problems Man City faced. We ran out of gas. You know what exactly. I mean? Like we ran- yeah, yeah. And he's gonna look at all of that and analyze that. Okay, this is. This is you mentioned it as well. I think in between February or where there about we did fall off the we did um, let our food food come off the gas a bit. So it's just a matter of analysis and getting the right people and the right body. So obviously we're gonna have a mix of um loanies coming in and new signings. So uh, for me, I think it's gonna be a successful season because again, yeah, I, this- I'm excited to see what Bowley Bowley does. And one thing that fills me with a lot of hope is that Bowley and Tuchel are clearly going to be doing a lot of talking about like what Tuchel needs for the squad. You know, yeah. there was always with with Abramovich as much as we all love him. There was always this kind of ethereal thing of like, oh well, you know, like the board makes exactly. a lot of the choices footballing wise, and the manager just has to deal with it. Whereas now, now Tuchel will be able to literally go straight to the man upstairs if he wants to and go, listen, these are the people I need. This is the type of person that I I want playing for me. You know, yeah. it, these stats, this sort of data that we need, you know, that sort of thing, and that will cultivate, hopefully a very successful relationship between the two because Bowley will understand what Tuchel needs and Tuchel will understand what Bowley can provide. Exactly. And Bowley is hungry to win as well. But let me bring Lydia into this conversation. Lydia, what do you think? What's the objective for the season? Next season, rather. Next season. Okay. Next <laughs> season. Um, well, I, I don't want to say much now because um, it all depends on who we recruit in the summer and... Mm-hmm. It depends mainly on the incomings and the outgoings. But for next season, um, we, we are rebuilding. We all know that because we are losing, we're losing a lot of experience in the squad. Rudiger, Asti, and those experienced players. Yeah. We are losing those experienced players in the squad. So for next season, um, we should obviously get top four. Maybe... I don't know. Um, top four is not good enough. Top four is minimum. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, I know. Um, it depends. We can't really predict because, uh, you know, anything can happen, injuries and stuff. So for next season, for me, we should be challenging for the league, hopefully. Um, even if we don't win it, at least we should challenge. We shouldn't drop silly points like we did this season. And... um. Um, pick up one trophy, maybe the FA Cup. Hopefully, we win it this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, if- for me, okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, for me, I think we can do the double, but Karen, domestic double. Domestic double, oh, okay. Yeah, um, Premier League probably, and FA Cup. Um, we can, but mm-hmm. just it just depends on, you know, the players and if they're going to be able to be consistent because... This season, I didn't see that at yeah. all. They were not consistent. 
I can really see uh, uh, us being a very different team by the first match of next season. I, I think there'll be a lot of like, especially the fact that the World Cup isn't actually happening in the summer. The players will get a proper rest. Yeah. People like Kante, Chilwell will have a lot of time to be able to recover from his injury properly. You know, like all of that where, where players have just been absolutely run into the ground the past few seasons. They'll actually get like a sustained long period of rest. And that's really important. But then again, the, the World Cup kind of puts it in, in doubt for me because I say yes, win the league, but I'm afraid that it might kill the momentum. No, just we, we're skipping December, bro. We lose every, like, December, we absolutely crash and burn every season. Is uh, That yeah, by itself right, might guarantee point, us the fair league. Point, fair <laughs> point, fair point. No, but um, um, Lydia, who do you think we lose moving forward? So obviously, we're going to have a lot of like, outgoings and incomings, but. Who do you think we might be surprised to lose? Who do you think? I think that we will lose that will surprise me. Uh, maybe, um, I don't really know. See, the, the crop of players we have, I don't even know. I'm not going to be surprised when we lose. Policies is asking for a move, Werner, and then i So, for me, the only surprising move would be maybe, maybe, just maybe, Lukaku because mm. if that happens yeah I'm going to be surprised because he's not even waiting to prove himself he just wants to leave like that's a loser's mentality for me <laughs> so I'm like yes I'll be surprised if he leaves <laughs> and um, that's all yeah that's all I feel I feel we could go on and on in this conversation because Oli I was just going to say I mean Lydia makes a very good point actually Lukaku, you know, we all know about Lukaku's deficiencies and stuff. But like I'm saying, I feel this could go, this could be a conversation that goes on and on. For me, I feel the only problem is I want to win the league, yeah, like I said. But the problem is Lukaku is an enigma. He's not a, a he's not like a, he's not, he's not a striker I think I could rely to win the league. He's not like a Costa or, uh, okay, last time I won the league, I think we won it with Drogba as well. And won the league both times with Costa. So, yeah. Because he doesn't seem like that sort of like league goal-scoring goal striker. Like, he doesn't seem like he's going to score big goals. And to be fair, your main striker, like Costa or Drogba, you're meant to score against like little, little teams as well. But again, it goes back to Lukaku suiting the system, Tuchel's system and all that. So I feel it would be nice to get a new yeah. striker. But If we can get Harry Kane... Probably a swap deal yeah, with... with um... Harry Kane won't come. Harry Kane, you know why? Because like... He has Champions League now, so he doesn't have a reason not to come. He doesn't have a reason to come, rather. He has Champions League as well, so there's no the reason. The thing is, as well, it, Harry Kane won't come to Chelsea because he respects Spurs too much. And and yeah, yeah. on top of that, Chelsea, with needing to buy so many defenders in the summer, aren't going to be spending massive money on a striker two seasons in a row. Exactly. And someone like Harry Kane as well, we know he's going to cost a lot. So, yeah. Uh, perhaps he meant to, like, yeah... Yeah, I, I think we're 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 gonna lose. You know, we're gonna lose a few players. I think we're actually not gonna sell that many. Like we're gonna lose. Well, okay, that's kind of untrue. We're gonna lose players who already <laughs> weren't in the squad. We're gonna lose the likes of Rudiger, Christensen, Aspi. Right, that's those three are really important. Possibly Marcus Alonso as well. That that's all very important. Okay, but other than that. Who's actually, you know, there's there's been talk of Jorginho, but I don't think he'll go. I think a lot of the ones that are rumoured, maybe they will, maybe they won't, will stay. Um, and the difference is, is you know, like you said yourself, uh, Tommy, we're looking to, we really want to challenge for the league. If you need that, you need a big squad. 
if you and you need a big squad of quality players. And I think that the key difference will be is that actually our squad might get a little bit bigger or it might stay about the same, but the difference in quality is going to be astounding because imagine swapping out Barkley for Gallagher. You know, imagine swapping out, you know, I don't know, someone else, you know, someone like Drinkwater for Gilmore, you know, or, or whatever, you know, like whether it goes on loan or, or you know, but the, the quality will be a lot higher. Yeah, you're right, actually. Or, I mean, obviously, I love Alonso, but Alonso for Perisic or um, uh, what's his name now? Rudiger for, uh, apparently, we're linked to Koulibaly or, or Kunde. I don't know how good Kunde is, it, but it's, it's get, everyone. Point, yeah. Every single good centre back we're linked with Guardiol. Uh, you know, Kunde. Bastoni. Yeah, yeah. Bastoni. I've Bastoni, seen Romagnoli, yeah. Delict. <laughs> yeah, it's literally all of them. So I think we could genuinely end up with anybody at centre back. We'll definitely get Kunde, I think, but I don't know who else we'll get. Well, I I think we still it'll be oh, man. I can't rely. That's Tindo. I can't rely on Lukaku to be like a, a league goal scoring striker. And obviously, Broya Broya isn't there yet, so. Is is going to be unfair to put that much pressure on him. So it would make sense to get Lewandowski, but it looks like Lewandowski is trying to push to Barcelona. So, you know, and Kai Havertz isn't really a goal scorer as well. So this is the problem about winning the league, you know, as much as I want to. Yeah, well, you know, City won the league without an out-and-out striker. Uh, like, you know, they didn't have an out-and-out striker. They they didn't play uh, Jesus and they just played like, I don't know, Phil Foden at false nine. And ah, fair, fair, yeah. You know? <laughs> Jesus is what a shout actually. He is what a shout. But yeah, then again, I would actually, I would, I would take him as a, as a, as a good backup uh, striker uh, for sure. The fact that he's leaving, uh, you know, because Haaland's coming in, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a very good choice. I agree. We take him over Sterling because I hear people saying get Sterling instead. I wouldn't mind Sterling, personally. Um, I think that he misses out. Um, so and we have a lot of players like that already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, Lydia. Um, so um, let me ask you a question. What do you guys think about um the Christensen situation? Like, what Suko said that he, he didn't want to play or stuff. I don't understand. What do you guys think about Christensen? We know he's gone, but still. I think that's a that's a really good question, Lydia. Um, in in reference to to Christensen and like you know his possible um his tardiness from the squad as of late, especially uh, on the final, on the final of the FA cup. Uh, it's a really, really good question. And um, it's something I'm quite passionate about. And I talk about on Twitter a lot is that a lot of people probably don't know what's going on in these players heads a lot. Um, we know for a fact that Christensen um, is a nervous player. We know that he has struggled mentally in the past. Um, though, I think there was an interview in 2018 when he was playing under Conte where he actually, or him or Conte, I can't remember which, said in the media that he's a nervous player and he gets anxiety sometimes. You know, and mm. and so there's, you know, I don't feel like that's ever really properly gone away for him. Um, and I feel like, you know, it, it it's difficult because, you you know, obviously you want your players to play and you don't want them to, to suffer and, and things like that. But if, if playing will make them suffer, then I don't want them to play. You know, they're not robots, they're people. And they have they have human problems. Yeah, but it's going to Barcelona. Double the pressure. There's no, there's really no much pressure here at Chelsea, but it's going to Barcelona. Yeah. That's like the second or third biggest club goal. He has to play El Clasico every season. I don't understand. <laughs> if he can't if he can't handle pressure here, I don't know what he's gonna do there. Well, I think a change of scenery changes things quite a lot though. 
You know, you, you'll be you'll be amazed what a chain of scenery does for people. Uh, you know, fresh start, you know, can really kickstart someone's mental health. And I think the thing is with uh, Christensen is it's it's clearly very visible, his his issues that he that he has mentally. And I wish him all the best to get better. Um, but the the other thing is, is there's a lot of players that probably also struggle with these issues and we don't see it. Um, and it's, you know, like, remember, we're only seeing one side of these people. We're not seeing the other side. You know, that goes from like the, the, the good and the bad, you know, for every Marcus Rashford, you've got a Mason Greenwood. Right. So, you know, it's, so it, it's important to, to to think about what these players, you know, they're human beings and they're, they're, a lot of them have human problems. Uh, and so, you know, I'm 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 personally I'm a I'm a I'm a big advocate for mental health and things like that. I just hope he gets yeah. better. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, uh, to be fair, in regards to Lydia's point, she does make a good point because if you're going to leave Chelsea and go play for Barcelona, arguably one of the biggest clubs in the world. But to be fair, I don't think Barcelona fans are as uh, mean as Madrid fans. I mean, someone could correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> is anybody is anybody as mean as as Madrid fans? You you misplaced like three passes and the the whole stadium. Ooh. Exactly. They begin whistling and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. think Barcelona fans are that mean. So, you know, but she does make a good point, you know. But yeah, um, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's reel it in. Let's talk about the Watford game. What, what are you guys expecting to see? Obviously, I put in brackets youth, but what are you guys expecting? Watford, Chelsea, Watford. I want to I wanna see the one thing that I've, that I've always wanted to see, Tommy. It's the one thing that the one thing I want every season at Chelsea and I never get. And I think it might be the one chance to get it. Is Marcus Alonso playing at striker? Oh, man, getting that would be so sick. I want it so bad. If he has a good game, make him sign the contract and then have him as a backup <laughs> at striker next season. He's <laughs> he's an elite goal scorer. Whatever person made him a left wing back, they should be trialed and imprisoned. The man is clearly yep. a striker. Yep, yep. No, but I was gonna say what you said um, reminds me of the FA Cup because like. I mentioned it in a previous episode. I said, why do you think Tukul took off Lukaku? You know, because it, 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 it caused a bit of confusion because like Ruben isn't a striker. Werner was injured. Might as well switch Alonso to become the new striker for the day. Because uh, Lukaku, Lukaku was off anyway. But the only problem is, I mean, Reece James can play left wing back or Aspi could play left wing back. But it was much better than having Ruben play attack play center forward when you can have Alonso play center forward. I mean, obviously it's wishful thinking, but I think the thing is, is he wanted a really physical presence up front. And so like Ruben's the best option for that. Once Lukaku went off. First, first, first. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to look um, Alonso play up front though. So we know it's not going to happen. It'd be nice if that happened though. It would be nice if that happened. But I'm yeah, um, I don't want Luka, I don't want Alonso to stay again. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Alonso to stay again because he he gets so much stick by the fan base. I don't like it. He like like yesterday he scored, but you still have people saying, Oh, but you're a fault for the first goal. And in reality it was Mendy's fault, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I want him to stay, but I only want him to stay if he's a striker. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing though. I don't I, I'm just tired of all the stick he gets. I I, I hate it so much. We we don't want him to that picture of him against Leeds makes me laugh so much. The one where he's just he's got his hands on his hips staring at the players <laughs> and the, the people in the crowd. Oh, it makes me crease. I love it. It's such a yeah. meme though. No, but um Lydia, what are you expecting from the Watford game? From the Watford, I'm I'm really expecting anything. 
I'm not expecting anything from this from this team this season. But maybe, hopefully, they win. But I expect Rudiger to play his last game. Maybe as people, um, I expect. I don't. I don't think Rudiger will play again. Uh, I think that, oh. especially with his message that he put out today, I don't think he'll play. Are again. You? Might, that's that's he interesting. He might come on, come on as a sub. He might, and yeah, he might come I on. Think, that's a that's a good point. I think Silva, Silva needs to be playing a lot of games, and looking at his age, he needs to rest. So Rudiger might start. I'm not really sure. He might play four at the back. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my have Balancer again. <laughs> I expect to see some youth as well. I want to see some youth players. Like, yeah, definitely. They, you know, that doesn't have to be all of them. I want to see Kennedy. Um, Kennedy. I do not want to see Kennedy. <laughs> 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 I, I, I want, I, do you know what? Do you know where I want to see Kennedy? I want to see Kennedy on a plane to like Fluminense or wherever he wants to go play in Brazil. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot believe he was the option we brought back in January for a left back. He hasn't, he's literally just been sitting on the bench. He doesn't even do anything. Yeah. Oh my god! It's shocking, man. Like it makes no sense. Like I don't get whose idea was it to bring him back. It's so crazy. Marina. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, it could have been Marina. Could have been. She's all about the money saving exercises. <laughs> Penny pinching and stuff. No, but Oli, <laughs> Oli, Lydia alluded to Rudiger's piece. Actually, um, what do you think about Rudiger's, Rudiger's piece? I thought it was very eloquently written. Uh, I think he's 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 uh he's very eloquent. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the one as well that he that came out just before the Champions League final about when the racism was, young, was it the racism one? Yeah, I think it was it, the one about where and it it was very very good. Uh, it was definitely it's definitely worth reading actually. It's still on the Players Tribune, I'm sure. Um, and the whole thing just comes across like he's a very intelligent, eloquent man, and um, and it makes me it makes it makes me really it it, it makes me really know that I'm going to miss him when he's gone. Yeah, I want to debunk something because I want to debunk something because I I remember I remember when Rudiger people were like, oh, Rudiger left Chelsea because of money, but in reality, he has a found he has a foundation in Sierra Leone, you know, and he's trying to upgrade his found he's trying to um enhance his foundation. So it's only fair. You know, it's only fair he gets the money he wants, you know. So, like, for people to say, oh, you know, he's leaving because it's money-oriented, that makes no sense. It is, it's kind of unfair yeah, on him. Yeah, it makes no sense. And I think it can be both. I'm glad I, I'm glad I stood up for him. I'm glad I stood up for him um, during the tough times. I mean, bar the Lampard period, you know, that's a different situation. Because I, I, I said he's washed as well. I actually wrote him off. So, but I mean, post that, I'm glad I stood up for him. But, yeah, um... Lydia, over to you. Um, I want just want to say um the contract it drag out for too too long. Like obviously yeah. no more sanctions coming, but still we could have done something earlier. He said it in that in that trip he did. Said we could have done something to avoid him leaving. But as usual, you know, let best players go and what what makes it more painful is He's living on a free. I don't even get anything out of it. So yeah, that's what hurts me as well. That's the reality, though. I wish we gave all our a lot of our players who are over thirty like the option to um, extend their contract by a year. 
you know, if they're out of contract, because then we could get something for them a little bit like we did with uh, Giroud, and a bit like we'll probably do with Azpilicueta. <laughs> yeah, I want Aspi to leave though. I don't. I mean, obviously, no, no. To be fair, I get what Tuchel is saying, but I don't get it at the same time. Just let Aspi leave, man. Let's, um, re what's what I'm looking for. Let's just re- revamp the squad again. Just let Aspi leave. He's a legend. You know, he he has had a lot of shocking moments this season. You know, of good moments as well, like the back heel against um, Plymouth. You know, and if he and the 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 champ the the the, the stuff he did with Havertz. The penalty situation for Havertz, so you know, let, let him live, let him leave, you know. So, yeah, I think he'll be happier in Spain. Honestly, I think he'll be happier in Spain as well. Exactly, and it's a World Cup year again. It's a World Cup year, so yeah, let him leave, man. Let's just re re develop the squad again and see how it goes. Yeah, but um, as let's talk about your player of the season. Who's the player of the season? My personal player of the season is Thiago Silva. Mm. Oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, like I, I think he, I think he's had a very good season. Um, there's, there's been absolutely no player this season who's been perfect. Um, and you know, Thiago Silva fits into that category as well. He, there, no, there was no one's perfect, but um, I think he provided a lot of leadership. I think he provided a lot of uh, defensive stability. I think we'd be in a lot, lot worse of a situation without him. I'm talking without Champions League football, worse. Um, so I'm I'm very I'm very glad that we have him and we still have him for one more season at least. Yeah, this is more reason why I want to win the league. I feel like if we win the league, it's a perfect for Thiago to retire, not retire, but you know, move to Brazil or whatever he wants to do. Yeah, he wants to retire back in Brazil, doesn't he? Exactly. Yeah, and hopefully becomes a, a staff of Tuchel moving forward. Ah, oh. that would be epic. You know, <laughs> that would be epic. Um, Oli, in regards to what you said about Thiago, yeah, I respect that. I think Thiago is actually going to win the Player of the Season award, but I think Rudiger deserves it because Rudiger has played almost yeah. every minute. You know, he has played virtually ninety-five percent of our games. Virtually, if if Kovacic wasn't injured as much, I'd give it to him as well. Yeah, yeah. Three games also. Um, a lot of players um some not not a lot some like some players have stood out this um, really got cool to have won it, but he's leaving, and you know a lot of people won't vote for him. But for me, it's between um Diego Silva and Mason Mount for the playoff season. Um, I feel um Silva is gonna win it because he's been terrific this season. Like for his for his like for his age, he's played many games. I think for his six or is it for his seven this season, and he's been solid. Been very solid at that back line. Like it brings a lot of leadership and everything. It brings it just brings a whole lot to the pitch and to our game generally. So quality. I'll, I'll give it to him. Yeah, quality at the back too. And you know the experience. I'm I'm glad Chaloba is really learning from him because Chaloba has been you won't believe this is his debut season actually. He's been yeah. that good. Apart from when he was a bit shaky when he came back from injury. It's been really good. And for him to step in at that last minute when Christensen like backed down and stuff. Chaloba has been really good and he's been underrated this season, I'll say. But he's been really solid to shout out to him. But um Tago Silva deserves it more. If probably Rich James wasn't out injured for like three months, he'll be getting a shout too, but maybe next season. I hope he's injury free next season. Yeah, I just want him to go a season without without an injury that takes him out for for so long. He just needs to stay fit, and he can absolutely he'll absolutely 
you know, it, it, he'll probably win player of the season for us if he stays fit for a whole season. Yeah, I think Thiago Silva is going to win it, but let's see how it goes. Finally, it's kind of controversial. I might cut it out, but it's kind of controversial. Oli, who do you think is a bigger legend for Chelsea? I saw, this. I saw this on yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this on on the stuff he said to me and I was like <laughs> I'm trying to pick between your children what's your favorite child this oh my god <laughs> I know yeah okay who do you think is a bigger legend between Frank Lampard or John Terry so not just okay Chelsea John obviously Terry. and post Chelsea Chelsea and post Chelsea but Karen Chelsea and post Chelsea see that's 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 a difficult thing um it's it's interesting. It's interesting, right? So the way I look at this is in two sort of ways. Frank Lampard was the better player. Terry was the better leader. But as a legend, that's a that's another question because you know you've got Terry didn't play in the Champions League final in 2012. Lampard then went to Man City. You know, like it's it. There's like there's, <laughs> there's definitely things on both sides where you can say. Do you know what? For me, I I think just the fact that it's he's the all time top goal scorer. I think it's got to be Lampard for me. So what do you say to people who say, oh, Lampard um, nah. betrayed Roman? What do you say to that? I don't think so. I, you know, game's the game. Job's the job. For me, it's not even a question. John Terry is the bigger legend. Why? Yes, I have a lot of reasons. Because, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Oli said um, Lampard is the highest goal scorer for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, but... Goals don't mean everything. Like he said also, um, Terry is the better leader. Yeah. Um, Lampard is the better player, but you need a leader. And Terry is obviously the better leader. And, you know, um, Lampard, I won't, I, won't pick him, I won't pick him over Terry because um, Terry, like, okay, how do I say now? <laughs> you know, Lampard has... <laughs> Lampard has gone on to, like, he played against us as, as a player and mm-hmm. he scored against us and celebrated. Mm-hmm. No, 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 he For me, not. that, that unforgivable. He didn't celebrate. When he played with, with no, Man he, didn't he scored against us. Why? No. Uh-uh. So he should not score. <laughs> but he didn't celebrate. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, carry on. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think he should have done? Should he, should he have deliberately blasted it into Rose? Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He didn't celebrate, though. But still, he scored against us. No, that's unforgivable. So that's it. Ooh. That's all. That's damning. No, 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 that's not all. And um, that's crazy. I just um, and you see Lampard. Um, I know Terry is not. Is like is more into his golf, and he's been off. Like Terry is Chelsea through and through. He's been here since, and he's. Like you asked, who, who the better legend is for me? It's Terry. Yeah, there's no question about that. You can create a poll if you want. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I just think you you, you score two hundred goals for a club. Like I know you said goals on everything. You're right. Saying, you're you're no, absolutely I'm, right. I'm you're absolutely right. Goals on everything. Legend, but, but the bigger, the bigger, the bigger legend is Terry, of course. To be fair, um, Oli, to be fair to Lydia, um, Terry is the highest goal scoring defender in the Premier League. Yeah, no, and that's true. Uh, you know, like you, you know, you can't really compare the positions because he was a defender versus a, a goal scoring midfielder. But, but it's also the reason why you get a lot of strikers who are legends for clubs. It's just the way it works. Yeah, but let me tell you my own reason. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Lampard. Okay, let me tell you my reason first. Um, Terry, Terry, Terry was known as a controversial character per se. Quote unquote, 
controversial. He got sent off at the final of the 2012, uh, what do you call it, Champions League semi-final against um, Barca. And then we were left with 10 men. You know, he did something silly, didn't he? But again, it's football. You don't really want to hold anyone accountable per se. He did something silly. Allow it. You know, fair enough. And yeah, then... but your thing is like that. You can you forgive it? Can you? You know, like it's all forgivable because we went on to win it. Remember, like, and Lampard had to step up in that game. He was the one who, you know, in the second leg, who who threaded Ramirez through. Uh, he was exactly. the one who passed exactly. the ball to Ramirez. Exactly. He, exactly. You know. He played in the final and Terry didn't. You know, he had to be captain for the final. Yeah. No, 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 the biggest that, night of, of Chelsea Football Club. I'm just, exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Not just that. But, I mean, he got sent off early. I think like 12 minutes, 15 minutes, one of them. I know it was very early into the match. But anyway, ball that. We won the Champions League. So, yeah, he's controversial. But this is the main reason, I think, why Lampard is better. And you could include Drogba, Czech, and Ashley Cole into the list as well. The five top, um, who do you think is a better legend? But this is why I think Lampard is better. Lampard has gone on to get his coaching badges. While John Terry is still under the Chelsea umbrella. Yes, he was under Villa for a while. But he didn't kick on from there, did he? He came back to the bridge to coach the youths, you know. But does that show how much he loves the club? Yeah, but that's... Yeah. Didn't, okay, how about Lampard? Lampard loves the club, then doesn't he? And he came back. And you know the thing is, once you he, here's the thing, people I hear people criticize Lampard for his, the way he treated players. Fair enough, no problem. I don't like how he treated Rudiger and um Alonso, you know. But I'm sure Terry would have been more controversial. And we know how Terry is controversial at times, you know. But but all that, Lampard went on to get his coaching badges, right? It just shows how much he cares about developing himself as a player. And again, he managed Chelsea. Yes, it was early into his career. The other reason Lampard inches it for me as well is because obviously he got us into the Champions League as a manager, which we went yeah. on to go and win with Tuchel. You exactly. know, that, that Champions League, Lampard will never accept it, but it is half his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, to be, yeah. To be fair, I, the, the interview we did with Gary Neville on um, Overlap, he said someone told him, oh, Mendy to Chiuel, Chiuel to Mount, and Mount to Havertz. He said that was a bit of him in that goal, so... Yeah, and Lampard gave us Mount and his James. Come on, guys. It's just for no, me. No, I think no, Lampard... no, 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 no. No, no, you can't say that. <laughs> we, we had a transfer ban. We, we had no choice. We had to rely on those players. He did. He gave that us his James choice. and Mount. <laughs> 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 Oli, what do you think? I, it, it, both, both of you are right. He, like, he did give us Mount and James. And yes, it was mainly probably because we had but a transfer still, quality, ban. Quality was. For okay, he gave us But he could have given like the thing is he he could have given us all the youth players, but he didn't. He he knew the ones he wanted, and he picked the ones that were the most talented and were the right ones. So, he, arguably, he made the right call. Exactly. He gave us Tomori. He gave us um. He gave us Tomori, and he, he let Tomori go. He he gave us um, Gilmore. He gave us t um Lamptey. He gave us who else? Reece James. He gave us, I don't like Tammy Abraham, but he gave us Tammy Abraham. He gave us Mount. He gave us a lot of players. But yeah, I'll just stick to Mount and Reece James for now, especially Reece James, because everybody loves Reece James. If Frank Lampard wasn't here in the transfer, do you think Sari is going to call up Reece James? No. Wait, wait, okay, wait. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You think if, you know, when Reece James was on, on Lona at um, Wigan Atlantic, yeah, do you think if, you know, he won the best player at that club? Do you know? Yeah. 
do you think if resilience was that good, do you think the coaching staff at Chelsea won't notice that? Quality speaks for itself. You can't say Lampard, Lampard gave us this and that. It's not like, he, okay, Lampard gave us Werner. He gave us Havertz. But Mount, is, Mount and James were the first youth players to actually break through to the first team since Yeah, because they had a transfer ban. No, no, no. To be fair, no, no. Um, Chaloban, Odoi. Because I know Sari brought no in Odoi. Sari brought in Odoi. Tuku brought in Chaloban. Yeah. <laughs> but I, there's no way... Because Lampard... I said Lampard. Mount was definitely going to go out on loan again after Derby. And God knows what was going to happen to Reese James. So, yeah. Um, for me, Lampard edges it because mainly because of the coaching badges as well. You know, because he's 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 taking the Chelsea name out there. He's he's for me, like I said, amongst Drogba, Lampard, Cole, Czech, and Terry, I think Lampard is ahead of all of them. Call me crazy. I know, but you, yeah. I know you people are saying this because of his goals. I know. No, no, no. For I'm me, saying it because of his coaching badges. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Terry also it was it was an assistant coach at um, Villa. Uh huh. And what did he do after that? He came back to Chelsea. No, yeah, he's back here coaching our youth team. So, uh huh. So, so what? Look at Gerard. What's Gerard doing? Look at Vieira. What's Vieira doing? What's his name? Uh, I could go on and on. I can't really think of their generation, but I could go on and on. Who? Terry. He wants to coach what team? First team? Yes. What first team? Chelsea's first team? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think you know the answer to that already. He needs to go earn his badges. Same way Lamp- Lampard is earning his badges. Oh yeah, Garneville is not a good manager. That's why he's stuck in pod- um, what you call it as a pundit because he knows he's not a good manager. So yeah, and yeah. Go like, on and on. Didn't he lose like seven nil? Yeah, at Valencia, he had a horrible time at Valencia. Same goes to Phil Neville as well. So don't let all those guys fool you. John Terry and needs skulls, to go. Skulls. Yeah, exactly. Skulls. Horrible manager. (laughs) Skulls as well. So, yeah, don't let these guys fool you. Don't get me wrong. I love John Terry, you know, but I just find him a bit controversial. That's all. Um, Jared, I respect Jared as much as um, Lydia Karen. What do you say? I said Terry still edges it for me. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it's it's a world of opinion, so fair enough. But um, I think this is, I, I respect Jared because I know Jared at least earning his badges, you know, and he came to the Premier League. Yes, I might give him some stick here and there, but he's earning his badges. Lampard is better than Ateta. I mean, again, again, Ateta is earning his badges as well. You know, you can see, yes, he improved. He has improved per se. But, but I don't like this thing John Terry is doing. Obviously, he's going to get a job and, soon, and get a job soon. But I think he should get away from the Chelsea by umbrella. He, I mean, choice. he has a job. <laughs> yeah, he but has a job. He's, on, he's under the Chelsea umbrella. That's my problem. He should go like... But maybe you it's because he loves the club. Why? So Why should he just go? can't go somewhere else? Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Lampard. Lampard could have decided to stick as the youth manager, you know, but he didn't. Did he? But you know what Lampard did to us? But you know what he did to us? You know? Uh, what did he when, do? When, when, he got the job, when he got the job at Everton, what was he doing? What was he doing to us? He was taking our coaching staff, taking this. You, you see what he Lampard only took did, one you person. You see, he only took. took he only two. took one person. Who? Ashley who? Cole and um. No, Ashley Cole was not with Chelsea person. though. Ashley Cole was not with Chelsea. Yeah. He was. Ashley Cole was not. No, 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 he wasn't. He was. <laughs> he was. Maybe on the youth level. Maybe youth it level. It was with the academy. Yeah. Yeah. He well. Was. 
You see what Lampard did, you see? <laughs> he wasn't our first team uh, staff. It was Joe Edwards that was there. Nah, man. For he me, wanted, Lampard is... He, want, he also wanted to, take, he wanted to take someone else. I think Barry Michaels or so. Think... Lampard, Lampard is, is suspect. <laughs> Well, for me, I think Lampard is um, doing Chelsea proud out there. He's, he's, you know, in my opinion. But yeah, it's all good. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else to contribute before we call it a day. Uh, I don't know. I may, maybe, uh, maybe Ross Barkley will be the best Chelsea manager of all time. <laughs> That's a good Probably one. not. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, but seriously, guys. Thanks for coming, Oli, Lydia. It's good to have you guys again. And hopefully we have you for the season review. I'm planning to do a season review. So, yeah, the man, we might probably have 10 people shouting at each other. So, you know, <laughs> bell us, bell us. Bell what else us. is new? <laughs> but seriously, guys, thanks for coming. It was so good to have you. And thanks Thank for you. listening as well. Really enjoyed thanks it. Thanks for having me. Don't be a stranger. Feel free to come back anytime soon. <laughs> of course. Yeah, and then we're gonna call us we're gonna call it a day and you know look forward to next season. So yeah, can't wait to reflect more on Chelsea.